Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. To the Menominee Valley, we're headed this time on Urban Spelunking. This is a part of the city that has seen, uh, it was at one time really the, the engine that powered industry in Milwaukee. It experienced a decline, and now we're seeing a really big reinvestment in this section of Milwaukee. It's amazing. In the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, there's been something like nearly a billion dollars in development down there. That is a considerable investment, That's I would say. That's a lot say. of money. And this is all happening right in the Menominee Valley, which is kind of, you know, between Miller Park, uh, Potawatomi, that area over there. We, we've, we've been there numerous times for different spelunkings, yep. uh, breweries and such. It really is experiencing this renaissance. So one of the organizations that's leading the charge there is the Menominee Valley Partners. And you spoke with the executive director there. Uh, we're going to hear from her in a sec, but what is the Menominee Valley Partners? Um, it's an organization that, as you said, oversees development in the valley, and they work to draw in businesses who are interested and to help find them help them find land and help them get going and they promote the valley and they do things like the charrette that they just released uh a charrette a charrette it's a fancy word that is a fancy word and okay so we're gonna break this down a little bit what exactly is a charrette well let's have Corey zetz who is the executive director of menominee valley partners tell us so over the course of the last um year we've brought in UWM's Community Design Solutions and did an intensive charrette where we had six local architecture firms study each site. They spent one intensive day in January of this year and came up with design concepts for each site. Um, and those were unveiled this past week. And each site has a, has a concept showing what its potential is, what kind of building it could hold, what type of use would be ideal for it, uh, how it interfaces with the river, and how it connects the valley to the rest of the community. So as you can hear, I mean, the, you were you were right down in the Menominee Valley with Zets, and uh, you know you get to go on kind of a tour of the valley, which right now the spot that you're standing in is vacant. This is uh, definitely you know visioning what could be there down the line, right? Yeah, there were six sites that they they identified in that charrette, and we saw three of them from where we were standing. We we're standing on this uh, dirt hill on what is now called the Neeland Properties, uh, for the name of somebody who owned it in the past. And just across the river, you could see the St. Mary's Cement site and the We Energies okay. site, which are two of the other ones. And it was exciting to look at, to stand there and see these like three huge parcels of land straddling the river. It was sort of amazing to see these sites so close to downtown and so just kind of waiting for something to happen. And this is a really beautiful part of the city too. I mean, uh, being that it is this former industrial part of town, you, you might not know that the Hank Aaron State Trail winds through there too. So there is some really beautiful natural elements. Right. Originally, this was this was uh, wetlands where the Native Americans used to harvest wild rice and stuff. Yeah. It was really a beautiful setting, and you kind of get a sense of it if you go to the Milwaukee Public Museum. There's a mural painted in the streets of Old Milwaukee area, kind of by Juno's Cabin, where you can see what it used to look like. And and if you go even west in the valley, where the the Three Bridges Park is, and that it's some. Some of that beauty is being returned to the valley, and I think it's exciting to think that there could be development here that would create jobs and amenities for people and, and create tax revenue, but also sort of bring back some of that beauty to the valley. Right, and that's something that the Menominee Valley Partners have been really conscious of, of, of you know preserving the natural beauty of this area while simultaneously trying to spur development in this area and, and try to have both together while still keeping it natural and beautiful and usable for, for people in Milwaukee, keeping it green. Yeah, I think they're, cha- I mean, I think they're really changing the mindset of what people think of when they think of the valley. 
So these six architecture firms have come up with these potential uses for these six plots of land in the Menominee Valley. Some really beautiful mock-ups. If you look at your article, Bobby, there's a lot of renderings where you can kind yeah. of see what some of these developments might look like. So where are things headed next? I mean, now the charrette is over, what's coming up next? Well, I think next steps are they have to um, identify where they can bring infrastructure in. In some of these places, like the Neyland property, there is not a road, so they have to build a road. You need the road. We got to have the road. Um, they want to connect the river walk to, on both sides um, of the river down there. So they have to kind of plan out how that will look and how that will happen. And then the next step is to find some people who want to be there. So we're going to have a listen here to Corey Zetz again explain kind of after those roads are built and the infrastructure, the, these um, plans that these architecture firms have drawn up will really be like a way to pitch these potential sites for business use. Absolutely. And then trying to find businesses who would like to move to this land. And I think we've got some great concepts. We can show how, how this land could be developed and really working to find the types of companies who could move here and make this really a great destination. Well, coming up next, we're going to go deeper and talk about that one property that you mentioned, the Neyland property. This is a really unique opportunity. As, as you said, there's no road there. Right. That's something that's going to have to change. So the possibilities are endless. And this is a really a, a section of the Menominee Valley that's right on the river. So lots of potential uses. We're going to talk more about that next. Keep it here. It's Urban Spelunking from 88.9. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we are back at the Menominee Valley talking about this one particular property that you mentioned earlier, the Neyland property right inside the Menominee Valley. This is one of six of the sites that were explored in this extensive charrette. And this is a kind of unique situation because as we as we talked about there's no road there it's right on the banks of the river which means there's endless possibilities yeah and it's interesting because it's also a site that is adjacent to two of the other six sites so there's sort of this big cluster of sites all kind of i mean adjacent across the river i should say so there is this possibility of having a lot of activity in this one spot and it's the easternmost of the six sites. So it's the closest to downtown. Okay. It's just across uh, the train tracks from the post office. It's right near the Stone Creek that's down there, near the intermodal station. It's It seems like it's in a really good position. And, and Corey Zetz, executive director of Menominee Valley Partners, talked a lot about potential uses for this space. Uh, it could be a lot of different things, Bobby. Yeah, sure could. Here's, here's some of what you had to say. We're here at the Neyland property. It's about 12 acres here in the heart of the city. Uh, you might not ever see it because it's kind of tucked away. There's not a road to it. But it's really visible from, from 6th Street, from the High Rise Bridge, from St. Paul Avenue, from Canal Street. Um, and we think that the site could really yield some great development. We're thinking potentially food and beverage manufacturing. Uh, it has the potential for, the, like the rest of the valley, for manufacturing and um, high job creation, but also because it's right along the riverfront here that you could have a beer garden or a restaurant or a retail that really brings people to the river and activates the new river walk that would be built at the same time. So another beer garden, uh, that, that would be good <laughs> Maybe. to see. It's just you know? a, well, it's just a potential, just a potential thing. But if you think about it, this is a space that's right along St. Paul, which is where you have the intermodal station right across the street. You have Stone Creek Coffee. A little further west, you have um, Sobelman's. Mm -hmm. You have Third Space Brewery. A little further along, you have City Lights Brewery. I mean, there is 
stuff happening along this trip. Some uh, an architecture firm is moving down there. Its office is down there. Plum Media renovated a mm-hmm. building down there into its headquarters. All places. Well, Brass some places. Light Gallery. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, and there's stuff that's been there forever, like for a long time, like Brass Light Gallery and these things. So there is really some stuff happening along that strip, and this is. Right, you have to pass this strip to get to all of that stuff. So we've spelunked a few of these locations that you mentioned: uh, Plum Media, City Lights, Third Space Brewing, and uh, Zimmerman Architecture Firm is actually yeah, there too. Is, they have a huge space and a ton of employees, so there really is a lot of activity down here that that I think a lot of people who don't go there on a regular basis don't realize, but there there's a lot happening. Well, and I think that's like one of the number one things that people say when they are traveling on I-94 and they see the Menominee Valley, it looks like this kind of deserted part of the city. So, which is why it's so exciting and so necessary that, you know, th- that Menominee Valley partners are putting together this this kind of master plan for the area and hopefully to, to eventually, you know, make that a real shining part of the city that, that isn't this dead zone. And, you know, it, if you look closer, you do see that there is activity happening there. But it, it, you do have to kind of look a little closer because yeah, you do. from you the do. freeway, it doesn't look as active. Right. And the charrette is good in a number of ways. And that first, it helps them come up with these concepts, which then they can use to pitch people, like as we talked earlier about. Um, but also it does, you know, the media like us, we cover these things. And then so people get a sense of what's going on there and what could be going on there. I actually posted this on Facebook and somebody said that, well, this is happening 40 years too late. And then I reminded them that there's been this nearly billion dollars in development over the last 10 or 15 years down there. And they were like, oh, I had no idea. Right. Yeah. You it's know? it's something that's kind of hidden in plain sight. You would never know that nearly a billion dollars. I mean, you would if you drive through it and, and are sure. involved with those companies. But it is easy. And I think it's you could say that about a lot of stuff in Milwaukee that, you know, oh, they're not doing this right or they should really do this instead. And. You know, when you take a closer look, you see that there are great organizations and people and businesses that are trying to revision what what could be there. Right. Absolutely. You should you should never say it can't be done to the person who is busy doing it. That's right. <laughs> so um, how can people follow this? I mean, um, is Menominee Valley like if you want to keep track of these next steps or even if maybe, you know, if you've got an idea for a business there potentially, like what what are the next steps if you want to stay plugged in? Uh, I think you could, you know, you should follow Menominee Valley Partners probably on Facebook and Twitter and on their website, but also the media tends to cover a lot of the stuff. So keep an eye on Milwaukee. Listen to 88.9. Well, stay tuned. A lot of activity happening down at the Menominee Valley, and uh, we're going to be watching that closely. Urban Spelunking is produced by Tyrone Miller, handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. I've got both of his articles linked up on this page at RadioMilwaukee.org. Good to see you, Bobby. Good to see you, Nate, as always. Thanks, thanks, thanks. thanks, thanks. thanks.